You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. You know, I finally understand what all the people felt like when all the all the big nerds that read Game of Thrones and then like the Red Wedding happened and they were like, oh, yeah. And everyone else who was experiencing it for the first time were just an utter shock. Well, I played the video game The Last of Us and I knew exactly what was happening. There's a special kind of like feeling when you get to know ex- really pretty much exactly what's happening. And um, but also experiencing it in an odd way new for the first time and just as well done. It's uh, it's kind of incredible that what they did here uh, on HBO, uh, not to, you know, you know, give them much more praise because they already have all the praise in the goddamn world. But uh, we're talking today about The Last of Us on HBO, starring Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie. And it's um, it's an adaptation of the video game on the PlayStation um, created by Neil Druckmann. And the show is also created by Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. You might know him from uh, Chernobyl, the other delightful show on HBO that just warmed the hearts and mainly melted them, literally. And uh, it's really great that they uh, can, you know, collaborate because this has been a property that's been around for a while since 2013 when the game was first released that they wanted to create something out of this either a movie or a tv show and finally thank god it was actually a tv show because i cannot imagine this being a movie because it would have been truncated severely and i think that the, the fact that it got uh, the chance to you know just like live in the world and see these characters develop it was great but just to give the plot of the story we follow Joel, who is a regular Texas boy uh, from uh, basically outside of Austin here. Um, and uh, it follows him and his daughter and his brother, uh, played by Gabriel Luna. And I forget the actress's name who plays uh, his daughter, Sarah, uh, Nico Parker, who um, basically on the eve of the apocalypse, because we are introduced to the idea in the cold open of the entire series that there is a fungi that's out there called cordyceps that can um, infect the insects of the world and basically drive them crazy and infect the rest of the colony, which is a real thing. But in the game, because it's sci-fi, it actually infects humans. And that's what is basically the new zombification of this story and how the whole apocalypse starts. Uh, Joel experiences tragedy with his family and now 20 years later in the apocalypse lives his life uh, with Anna Torv, who plays Tess, basically his partner and his uh, maybe a little bit more than that, um, are then introduced to Ellie, played by Bella Ramsey, who they need to basically ship over to the other side of the country because they live in, I believe, Boston um, to 
get her there for whatever reason. They don't know exactly know why. But then you find out very quickly in the basically the second episode. And also, if you don't know what this show is about, how dare you? But basically, uh, Ellie has been bitten by a zombie and she is immune. So maybe she is the cure for humanity. But with me to talk about The Last of Us today, I have Kim. Howdy. I have Matt. Hello. And of course, the wonderful Elliot. What's up? So I have to admit, because uh, I think Matt is uh, joining me in this, uh, this side of the house, is that I played the game, like I said earlier, and I played also the second game. And, oh man, I can't wait for season two. Uh, but... I uh, was very much looking forward to this because this is a very near and dear uh, like story and game uh, to my heart. And so I was very uh, anxious, but also excited to see how this the show was going to work out. And I mean, we could just cut the chase to the final thoughts, but I loved this show <laughs> so much. And I'm so excited that they actually did the game justice, but even explored other aspects of the game that the game didn't. I was just telling Elliot before is that there is this incredible dance that the game and the well the show did uh, compared to the game where it elaborated on some uh, areas of the, the game and then it also truncated other uh, areas of the game and it still worked beautifully. Whereas the game, you know, elaborated more on the action side and there's other facets of like, let's say, character development that it didn't go too, too far, but it didn't necessarily need it for that game. But I would love to hear what you guys think about this because Kim and Elliot, you guys have not played the game. So I'd love to hear from you two first, Matt, I already know how you feel, but uh, Kim, how don't you, how about you lead the way? Uh, what did, what did you think about the last of us TV show? Well, first impressions, uh, it had an amazing first episode. I always love watching the beginning of an outbreak. And I think the slow build we got by following Joel's daughter in the first episode really made me get a sense of the world we were in, which is very similar to ours because, like you said, they're right outside of Austin. So uh -huh. that was another kind of fun treat for uh, me and anybody else local to Austin that I, I was like, oh, that's downtown, but 20 years ago. Uh, pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, and so you got to see the the slow buildup, and we all knew where it was going, but just the, watching the characters not know what we knew was, was really fun for me. And then also they had little... Um, kind of Easter eggs in the background, I would say, where you could hear on the news, the radio stations are like, oh, you know, people are attacking each other in Indonesia. And, yeah. you know, so there's and then, you know, uh, Sarah, the daughter, her classmate is twitching a little bit and it's weird. So yeah. there are just these little kind of drops of of, of um, creepiness through, that slowly build throughout the first episode that I really enjoyed that led up to, of course, an amazing finish where Joel and Sarah are trying to, and Tommy are all trying to get out of the city, get to safety. It doesn't really work out how they wanted it to, but we see our first um, runners in that episode that had some pretty awesome effects. Um, the first one was the grandmother who was the neighbor. And then there was another one um, during a chase scene. And in that, the first chase scene we see the first real one was with just a, uh, a runner in a diner but that runner was so aggressive it really it, it did a good job of just instilling fear in in these infected people right off the bat because you were like oh they're not shamblers or confused right. they are they are here 
to bite you by any means necessary. <laughs> they will destroy a diner, jump over benches like they have no uh, care about their own own being. Mm-hmm. They only have the one goal of trying to get you. So I was like, okay, that was good for me. Like you said, someone who didn't, who didn't play the game wasn't familiar with this type of zombie show. They're not really zombies. I'm going to call them zombies. So it, it was a good introduction to, okay, this is what we're dealing with here. Elliot, well, so again, yeah, as someone who has not played the game, I'm I'm fascinated by how you thought about how it... It almost felt, um, in a way, like episodic. The way that it like it dealt with characters. Uh, when I say episodic, it was just like, okay, well, let's just deal with these characters this episode. Now these characters, and you didn't really, except for just a few, like Marlene, who is there peppered throughout, and Tommy a little bit as well. But like, what, what did you think about how it handled the way that it viewed the apocalypse, and then how a show like this, with like basically, you know, as Kim said, a zombie show, how it dealt with their characters. I'm probably cooler on the show than maybe some other people here, but I still really like this show. Um, it's it's um, I, I said this before we started recording that this is kind of responding to The Walking Dead in a lot of ways. I don't know if that was intentional in the video game, but I feel like a lot of um, <clears throat> there's a lot of much better choices being made in this show than The Walking Dead. Um, and and I did I loved the um, the opening. I also love seeing. Um, the world going to shit, and and this was really interesting. Um, these are zombies. I'm just gonna call them zombies. I think we we need to expand the definition of zombie. You know, if if 28 days later is a zombie movie, then this is a, a zombie show. <laughs> right, right, um, right. <laughs> yeah, I I um I agree. It's it's pretty episodic. Um, especially episodes three. Yeah. And um, seven and seven, yeah, that's the one at the the Christian the mall cult gun. And and yeah, I mean, I really liked it. Um, you know, a lot of people were keeping praise on episode three, and and it's a really really great episode that just focuses on these two other characters that aren't Joel and Ellie. Um, I don't even want to say too much about that episode because people should just come into that clean. Um, it's it was definitely one of the better ones this season. Matt, okay, all right. We we got through the, those two, okay. I, I love you guys, but uh, got through Matt, them. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what? Okay, as someone who played the game, I'm assuming a few times, and also played the second game a few times. There's so many things that I saw, uh, even in the last episode. I'm like, ooh, that's 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 a second season right there, baby. But what what did you think, as someone who is a big fan of the games? So I thought they were really opportune in where and how they did fan service. Yeah. Because there are a lot of little things that are right from the game, but they're not, and a lot of set design in particular, like a- And lines. There's a part where they go down like a sniper alley. Yeah. And like they, they meticulously reconstructed something from the game that you were probably very familiar with from being stuck behind it for about an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just it's just like a little it'll be a piece of wall or or um, uh, toward the end. There's a scene in a hospital and you wake up in the game in the hospital room that they made for the show. Like they were they were meticulous about some of that stuff. Right. Um, they reduced the total amount of like um, just crawling through ruins, killing and fighting zombies. 
and and or Raiders, which did kind of like like I don't I don't want to get into game spoilers, but it is a plot point that uh, Joel is a very violent person in the game, mm-hmm. and um, although not you know like domestically or to friendly humans or anything like that, but but like he ain't the guy that the Raiders want to find when they come to the you know come to raid right 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 and um so the only weakness i had for this show is is it didn't um it didn't quite do that job of selling that joel is not the one you know like 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 he wasn't quite at that point interesting when the show kind of activated him he he was kind of but i i not to the point that it wasn't sold or 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 quite plausible Mm -hmm. um and i thought that every like i'd say nine out of ten things that they trimmed from the game were trimmed for time and they were fat that was okay to trim like 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 if he if he killed as many people or clickers as he killed in the game it would be old and repetitive and at some point become cartoonish right i i where i thought that they did sell uh that joel was what was not the guy that the Raiders wanted to encounter was actually in the first episode when um, he kills the security guard. Minor spoilers, whatever. Uh, but he kills the security guard that he is like kind of cahoots with uh, earlier on in that uh, episode. And Ellie sees like how violent he is. Now, granted, it's coming from something from his own past, from his own trauma. But I think that like that part right there, that's what really sells it, which Funny enough, that is something that comes from the game, but that's not the point of that scene, which I thought was actually really powerful. But uh, I I would love to also uh, talk about what, what okay, Petra Pascal and Bella Ramsey as these two characters, what are y'all's thoughts? Because uh, Petra Pascal is, uh, he, I want to do uh, Will Ferrell and Zoolander. He's so hot right now. Uh, <laughs> Because he is so hot right now. He is the internet's daddy right now. Like his oh, episode yeah. of Hot Ones has been out for three days and it has 10 million or like 20 million views. Something ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, as far as they go, I feel like we can't even really get into them until we talk about how the, the controversy over Bella Ramsey's casting. And how a lot of the fans still to this day don't love her as Ellie. And sure. I really admire her for for um, moving forward with the role, improving all of them wrong, just just straight up showing this is why they cast me because I'm a damn good actor. And I really feel I I am a little sad because I feel like they only really gave her one maybe two episodes to really shine um, or flex her acting muscles. Definitely episode eight, mm-hmm. that was primarily her episode. And um, episode nine as well, I would say. Yeah. But well, maybe episode seven. Okay, maybe three <laughs> episodes. But anyway, <laughs> I, I do. I I would say um, episode nine had the most scenes of her and Joel bonding. Yeah. And I will say I think that was one of the bigger mistakes for the show, from my point of view. I would have really loved an episode. We, we had a whole episode about Bill and Frank. We had a whole episode um, about uh, Henry and Sam, basically. I would have loved a full episode with just um, Ellie and Joel. 
And I, I'm literally looking at the episode list, and I really think they could have fit it in somewhere between episode three and four, or five and six, just so we had a little bit more of an emotional bond leading them into, especially episodes eight, where Ellie is is going through all the leaps and bounds she's going through to to help Joel in that episode. And I would have felt that more if we saw them bond. I, not to say episode three and seven and five weren't all great episodes, but I would have traded any of them for just a solid episode with with Ellie and Joel. Interesting. I, I um, I think that the way that they, something that is um important to understand from like the video game is that the the game itself <clears throat> excuse me is that you're playing from Joel's perspective uh or third person but you you play as Joel and uh there are moments uh in the game where you do play as Ellie uh which is actually the the infamous uh the David episode which uh any fans of the game were kind of like ooh and uh, that's episode 8 when uh when uh we are in need uh when basically um Ellie is put to the test in a lot of different ways and uh, going through a very traumatic situation and she has to fend for herself and you play as her as in the game. And I, I, I thought that the the episodes prior to this, at least prior to Left Behind, where uh, Stormy Reed plays her best friend and also uh, maybe more than that as well, where you get to kind of uh, see exactly how uh, Ellie uh, finds out that she is immune um, the, first, the three episodes prior to that, I thought it did a great job of actually uh, living in this relationship between uh, Joel and Ellie spread across three episodes where they're still encountering other people where like, you know, Ken, um, where he they finally get back in touch with Tommy, who's played by uh, Gabriel Luna, a good friend of mine. And uh, and uh, prior episodes were Endure and Survive with the Sam and uh, oh, gosh, what Sam and Henry. Um, Henry oh oh uh that episode it's it's funny like again I was telling Elliot before this is that like wow this is the most unfun game I've ever played because there's so many things that happen <laughs> in the show it is it's crazy how verbatim it is um but sorry uh, uh what, what did you think about uh uh, <laughs> uh Joel and uh Ellie uh Elliot yeah I thought it was fleshed out pretty well I mean both of these people Pedro and uh, Bella Ramsey they're both fantastic actors um, I think Pedro has had more opportunities to show his chops, but um, this is I think this is a <clears throat> sort of a, a coming out performance by Bella Ramsey for me. I mean, mm -hmm. I know that she's been in Game of Thrones and um, uh, something called Birdie, um, but this is I think she, she really, really shined in this show a lot, um, and she every time she was on screen, you know, she was really bringing it. And I think the show the the show serves her and Joel well. I um, yeah, I, I thought the relationship was really well fleshed out and um, really well written. Uh, there are you know, and, and you know, there are times when they have to split up. Can I ask, um, or all you gentlemen, did the puns jokes work for y'all? I know it's from the video game. I know. So I'm sure, right, you, you love it just for that reason alone. But every time they pulled out that frickin' pun book, I was like, here we go. It, oh. Some boring dad jokes that they're going to, like, laugh at. I don't know. It just – that killed me. It, it never was funny to me. It never – I think it was meant to show them bonding, 
yeah and and ellie for sure growing on joel and joel even calls her funny in the last episode and i'm like when was she funny (laughs) well you know what i think about is uh this idea that and i guess this is a plot point that we didn't really discuss is that um which is very surprising even in the video game is that after this traumatic uh, uh, incident in the first episode uh, that happens to Joel is that then 20 years later is the apocalypse. And the thing is, Ellie is a 14 year old. And uh, and quite frankly, what does she know about humor (laughs) in this world at this point? And I think that with like even that pun book of how uh, just kind of grading it is, I think it's so endearing, whereas someone who, like Joel, did live prior to the apocalypse, at least has seen, you know, I don't know, Dumb and Dumber. And him, I think, seeing that in Ellie of, like, her taking such affection and uh, and just uh, just loving something that she also recognizes is stupid and funny, uh, I think that's what's so endearing. And then, oddly, again, funny about the, the jokes is that... You know, for uh, for a, again a game, a story, and a show that is so dreading and and horrifying to have even that kind of levity that is dumb. Uh, I think actually sells really well that compared to anything else that I think that I I can even possibly think of that tries to put kind of like that levity in this type of story. That's why I think it works so well. Uh, but. I mean, Matt, actually, what, what do you think about the way that he even handled it, its humor? So <clears throat> I actually think it's an important moment um, or, or an important, I don't know what you call it, uh, convention that uh, one thing that sets The Last of Us apart is its, its overall vision of the apocalypse or the world after collapse or whatever after shit hits the fan is a little different from some of these other ones. Mm-hmm. And it's it's important to the conflict it sets up at the end. They don't believe, whoever whoever wrote The Last of Us does not believe in a full scale, like the idea of, of global apocalypse is, is to them just a timeline. And that gets increasingly clear as you play the second game where things mm-hmm. are starting to recover even more. And, and so, and you know they find enclaves that are quite civilized, and they find uh, uh, there's there's the quarantine the QZ officer who is an, an original character for the show that kind of defends what the what the harsh government guys do. They're like, well, you know, you didn't see it in the days when it was falling apart, which which is something that Joel even echoes a couple times. And so I I do think that those little touchstones with like their her liking the joke book and her wanting to play Mortal Kombat, yeah. and on those things like that are um, they're important for a sense of continuity and they're important to that idea that this is not a one way apocalypse that this is not as as black pilled as some of the other visions of apocalypse, and also like um, I I found it very very realistic that like like he would trudge along in silence, but she's gradually going to wear him down by peppering him with things. And, um, and so it might as well have been the joke book from the game, you know, but I mean, the individual jokes are, they're little kid jokes, but yeah, they're okay. (laughs) Well, let's go into final thoughts. So, uh, in fact, uh, Matt, how about you continue? What are your final thoughts? Well, I think, um, if, if you, uh, 
I don't think the, there's going to be very many people that didn't like the game that won't like the adaption. I don't know the degree to which the reverse is true. Um, I think it's a very good adaption. Like I said, it's a deft adaption that edits the right things out. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Pedro Pascal is pretty good in it. Bella Ramsey's pretty good in it. Uh, Nick Offerman's pretty good in it. It's, it's a, uh, I mean... It's pretty pretty good. I think I'm gonna give it. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it nine out of ten memes about if you have a magic baby, give them to this guy to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elliot, what are your final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I like the show quite a lot. Um, as I haven't played the video game, I, I plan on doing so. But um, yeah, for a for a zombie post apocalyptic show, this is pretty much what I wanted. Um, good interesting characters i i will say i think the show was so intent on being character focused that it actually um i i could have done with a little bit more of the the zombie mushroom people um sure i think there was a, maybe a little bit too much human to human going on but um you know i get it that's the point um yeah this is just a really overall satisfying show to me it's it's not perfect um I, I, it could have even used maybe one more episode. I think it's a little odd that the finale is the shortest episode. It makes it feel a little bit tacked on. Um, so maybe just some sort of reshuffling of the story structure. But um, yeah, uh, I'm going to give this seven and a half out of ten zombies coming up out of the ground. <laughs> All right. There were way more than seven out of ten. Then uh, <laughs> there's probably like fifty out of ten. Seventy-five hundred uh, out of a thousand zombies coming out. Of yeah, the maybe a little bloater as well. Kim, what are your final thoughts, please? Well, uh, I do want to point out we haven't talked about the effects at all, but the effects on the clicker in episode mm-hmm. I think it was two was so cool. That was one of the scariest images. And the way they that actor um, was walking, it looked yeah. a lot like the clips I'd seen of of uh, clickers in the game. So I was like, oh, they they you know that HBO money is really um, coming through here. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, we also got to see a bloater during the series, which I don't think yep. is a spoiler because it was in all the trailers. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint with the monsters, I don't think we had. There could they could have been in it a little bit more, but I wasn't missing them because all of the um, human characters were so um, entertaining and uh, deep that I felt like the show wasn't really missing out by not having more zombies. They came in and they did their thing when they needed, you know, when people needed to die, they showed up. So that's all I really need for my zombies. Um, I will say I felt the show could have been a little bit gorier. I was kind of surprised that we didn't get a lot of. Uh, there was a scene where somebody gets kind of ripped in half, and but it's in the background of somebody else's scene, so we yeah. see we see a lot of gruesome things in the in the background or off off camera. Um, there there were a couple people who were bit in the show, and we saw the scene of them being bit, but not the actual bite. I think that could have been a really cool shot of like just watch seeing the thing bite its arm and maybe seeing some of the cordyceps just like go into the wound just. I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker, but I think that could have been a really gnarly shot to to have. And this is HBO, so I know we can afford it uh, to make it cool. So that was my issue. Uh, 
Small issue, not a huge one, though. A bigger issue I had was I felt like the one-off characters, like the one-off episode characters, had more um, development in just one episode than Joel and Ellie. And I know I harped on this before, but that Bill and Frank episode, uh, episode three, really, really, really um, put everyone to shame, all the other character actors to shame in the show, because that that they peaked really early on with that. And then from there, I kept waiting for, and again with Sam and Henry, again, another peak episode. And that kind of bummed me out that my two favorite episodes of the series did not have Joel and Ellie in them as the main protagonists. I think there might have been something that could have been done about that. I don't know what. Maybe Joel and Ellie could have had their own episode. Like I said before, HBO, call me. I have ideas. Because <laughs> you know they're listening to this. And then, of course they um, are. The other Craig Mason then, is just like, oh shit, he's, she's yeah, right. What does Ken Brown think? Let me <laughs> <laughs> get her on the get her on the Zoom. <laughs> um, I also think they could have rearranged the episodes a little bit. I I I think maybe Elliot mentioned it that um, having the episode seven kind of put a halt in the flow of the series for me. Doing that flashback. Um, and I don't think it really added much to the plot as far as as far as far the plot. Episode 6, we ended on kind of a cliffhanger, action-packed. What are we going to do? And then Episode 7 slowed everything down for me by having this kind of background story that didn't add anything um, as far as I could tell um, to the to the current plot. It kind of gave Ellie a little bit more, more um, depth, but not much, in my opinion. And I think that was really all... My main critiques for it. Yeah, I just think episode seven should have been left to either the early in the season or maybe even next season, but we definitely did not need it in the last three episodes. Um, so I'm going to give this series a seven out of, sorry, I'm between a seven and an eight. So I will say a 7.8 out of 10 dead flyer flies. Okay. <laughs> a 7.8 or 7.5? 7.5. Okay, okay. I thought we, I didn't know we were doing like doing that. Uh, specific, yeah. <laughs> um, I um, I've been very vocal about um how much I do love uh this show. I um, I find, really found myself um, uh, like tearing up a lot uh and being affected by every episode. <clears throat> and uh, I recently played the the remake of uh, The Last of Us Part 1, uh, or just the, the first game on the, P the PlayStation 5, and uh, just reliving all of it and how affecting it was when I first played it. And even though it was, like, just dreadful to get through again because you're just like, God damn it, this, this, all this sucks, because you also just know what's coming. And, like, anytime there's a clicker around the corner or a runner or, hell, even the humans, which are in a lot of ways, far scarier than the, the actual fucking zombies. Uh, David, for instance, is the climax of the video game. And uh, in a lot of ways, is the one of the climaxes of this uh, series. And I absolutely loved, actually, all of the, the character development for each of the characters. I thought the, the slow burn for the relationship between Joel and Ellie was almost like it felt so close to how the game progressed because the game you have to keep in mind 
is I think about a 19 hour game or something like that uh, to go front to back and how to play them. And, uh, and a lot of that, of course, is action. And then with this, it's almost, you know, it's eight and a half or so hours of, uh, of a TV show and cutting out like basically the fat of like the game play itself. I thought it did so much justice to what the, the story, the characters, and even expanding the characters of, uh, like you said, Kim and, and everyone else is that the, like with the, the episode three and even the Sam and Henry episode as well. I, but I, I absolutely loved how Joel or how Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey portrayed the characters and the relationship. Cause uh, I just watched the season finale again, uh, just right before we started recording and I was wrecked. Uh, the uh, one scene that was not in the game um, where, you know, Ellie says, uh, maybe time heals all. And then Joel looks at her and says, well, time doesn't heal everything. And looking at her as she's healed him quite a bit. And I thought that was extraordinarily affecting and, uh, and how much uh, she is meant to him. Um, and he is meant to her uh, throughout this story. Um, I, I really loved this. I'm so happy this was done the way that it was done. And, and I'm so glad that the first game was the entire first season. And I cannot wait for the second game or the second season. So everyone feels even more devastated. Um, and I already know what happens, but, uh, I am going to give this quite honestly, guys, I'm sorry, but this is a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, I'm going to give this 10 out of 10 baby girls. Because as soon as he said that to her, uh, I fucking was sobbing. Uh, I, I, oh man. You give me a text, an old like Texas guy that says baby girl. I'm just like, oh God damn it. I'm I'm waterworks over here. I can't do it. I can't do it. 